राधे जय जय माधव दाई छे राधे जय जय माधव दाई छे गोकुल चरुणी मंडल माही छे चरुणी मंडल माही छे जय राधे जय जय माधव दाई छे राधे जय जय माधव दाई छे दामोदराती वरदान वैशे हरी निष्कुट वृंदावी पीने से दामोदर रथी वरदान वैशे हरी निष्कुट वृंदावी पीने से राधे जय जय माधव जाई थे राधे जय जय माधव दाई थे वृषभानुदाधी नवशाशी लेखे ललिता सखी गुना रमिता विशाखे वृषभानुदाधी नवशाशी लेखे ललिता सखी गुना रमिता विशाखे राधे जय जय माधव दाई थे राधे जय जय माधव दाई थे करुणांग गुरु माई कोरोना भरी थे सनक सनातन वर्णित चरिते कारुणांकुरुमाई करुणा भरिते सनक सनातन वर्णित चरिते राधे जय जय माधव दाईते राधे जय जय माधव दाईते गोकुल चरुणी मंडल माहीते गोकुल चरुणी मंडल माहीते प्रेष्टाय भूचले श्रीमते भक्ति वे दांड स्वामिन इतिनामने नमस्ते सारस्वते देवे गोरावानी प्रचारने निर्विशेषा शुन्यवादी Asyatyadesha charane Omagyana timurandasya Gyananjana shalakaya Chaksuran mili tangyena Tasmai sri gurave namaha Sri Krishna Chaitanya Prabhu Nityananda Sri Advaita Gadadha Sri Vasadigo Bhakta Vrinda 
जय श्री कृष्ण चैतन्ना प्रभु नित्यानंद श्री अद्वैत गदाधार श्रीवासादी गौर भक्त of Lord Madhava. O you who are worshipped by all the young girls of Gokula, all glories unto you, all glories unto you. O Radha, you dress yourself in such a way as to increase Lord Damodara's love and attachment for you. O Queen of Vrindavan, which is the pleasure grove of Lord Hori. O new moon who has arisen from the ocean of King Vrishabhanu, you are the friend of Lalita, and you make Vishaka loyal to you due to your wonderful qualities of friendliness, kindness, and faithfulness to Krishna. O you, who are filled with compassion. O oh, you, whose divine characteristics are described by the great sages, Sanaka and Sanatana. O oh, Srimati Radharani, please be merciful to me. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare. Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya
ഓം നമോ ഭഗവതേ വാസുദേവായ ഭഗവത്ഗീത ആസിറ്റിസ് ചാപ്റ്റർ ത്രീ ഇൻടൈറ്റിൾഡ് ബൈ പ്രഭുപാദ് കാർമ യോഗ ഫസ്റ്റ് സെക്ഷൻ വേഴ്സസ് വൺ ത്രൂ ത്രീ അർജുന ക്വസ്റ്റ്യൻസ് കൃഷ്ണ അർജുന ഉവാച്ച ജായസി ചർമ്മനസ്ഥേ മതാബുദ്ധിർജനാർദ്ദന തക്കിങ് കർമാണി ഗോരൈ മാങ് നയോജയസി കേശവ അർജുന സെഡ് ഓ ജനാർദ്ദൻ ഓ കേശവ വൈ ഡു യു വാണ്ട് ടു എൻഗേജ് മീ ഇൻ ദിസ് ഗാസ്ലി വോർഫെയർ ഇഫ് യു തിങ്ക് ദാറ്റ് ഇൻ്റലിജൻസ് ഇസ് ബെറ്റർ ദാൻ ഫ്രൂറ്റീവ് വർക്ക് വ്യാമിശ്രേണേ ബാക്യേന ബുദ്ധിങ് മോഹയസീവമേ തദ് ഏകം വദ നിശ്ചിത്യ My intelligence is bewildered by your equivocal instructions. Therefore, please tell me decisively which will be more beneficial for me. So equivocal means it seems to Arjuna that Krishna is saying two contradictory things at the same time. That's what uh, equivocal means. It's two things which are contradictory coming out of the same person. Sri Bhagavan Uvacha Lokesmin Vidanishta Pura Prokta Mayanaka Jnana Yogena Sankhyanam Karma Yogena Yoginam The Supreme Personality of Godhead said, O sinless Arjuna, I have already explained that there are two classes of men who try to realize the self. Some are inclined to understand it by empirical, philosophical speculation and others by devotional service. Nakarmanam anarambhan naishkarmyam pudushoshnute nachatasasanad eva siddhing samadhi gachchiti Not by merely abstaining from work can one achieve freedom from reaction, nor by renunciation alone can one attain perfection. Nahi kaschit shanam api jatu tishyat ya karma krit karyate hiyavashak karma sarva prakatir jai gunai Everyone is forced to act helplessly according to the qualities one has acquired from the modes of material nature. Therefore, no one can refrain from doing something, not even for a moment. Karmendriyani sangyamya yaaste manasasmaran indriyartan vimudhatma mitya acharsa uchite One who restrains the senses of action but whose mind dwells on sense objects certainly deludes oneself and is called a pretender yastu indriyani manasa niyam ya rabater juna karmendriya karma yogam asakta sabhishishyate on the other hand if a sincere person tries to control the active senses by the mind and begins karma yoga in krishna consciousness without attachment such a person is by far superior niyatang guru karmatvang karma jayo hi karmana sharira yatra pichate na prasidyet akarmana perform your prescribed duty for doing so is better than not working One cannot even maintain one's physical body without work. So, Arjuna's misunderstanding at the beginning of this chapter stemmed from the previous chapter. So, Arjuna was thinking, so, should I not act at all or should I act? That was his dilemma. because he was confused by what krishna had said in chapter 2 he didn't know if he should fight or not fight so here as we the 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 big verse here is verse number 
If a sincere person, sincere means you actually want spiritual attainment. That you actually want to go back home, back to Godhead. Then you have to control the senses by means of the mind. We've given the example before. The senses are like wild horses. But what controls a horse is the reins and the bridle. So that's the mind. The mind has to control the senses. The eyes, ears, nose, tongue, skin. Those are the knowledge acquiring senses. So the mind has to control these. Not that the senses dictate to the mind and the mind automatically follows. That is what we call an uncontrolled person. A controlled person is his or her mind controls the senses. But not only that, you begin karma yoga in Krishna consciousness, meaning all of your actions are done as an offering to Krishna. That's the other side. Yes, you control your senses, but then you have to use your senses to serve Krishna. That is what we mean by karma yoga. Acting, yes, you have to act as Krishna also said in this first section. No one can refrain from doing something, not even for a moment. Even while you're sleeping, your external senses are inactive, but the mind is still active while you are sleeping. So, the senses have to be engaged in service to Krishna and then without attachment. You're not attached to the results. The results are up to Krishna. And also, you don't think that the results of my activities are all mine, for me only. No, we can take prashad, but not that everything is my property. That's the superior person. And then Krishna said, perform your prescribed duty. So this is applicable because keep in mind, whatever Krishna is saying here in Bhagavad Gita is also meant for all the devotees. Krishna is not just speaking just to Arjuna. Arjuna is the target. What Krishna is saying is applicable to everyone. And how that is applicable, that's explained by the spiritual master. That's why we also study Prabhupada's purports to the verses so that we get the correct understanding how it can be applied in my life. Perform your prescribed duties. So we all have prescribed duties as a husband, as a wife, as a father, as a mother. And even children have prescribed duties. But I don't see many children today for some reason. But the children's prescribed duties obey the parents. Oh, there's, a, I see, Jairam's child is there. So yes, obey the parents. That is the child's prescribed duty. Or now we go to the next section. This section, verses 9 through 16, is called the cycle of sacrifice. This next verse is very famous verse of Gita. Yagyartar kanmanon yatra lokoyam karma bandhanaha tarartan karma kaunteya Mukta Sangha Samachara. I decided to start including the Sanskrit because the Sanskrit is purifying. Not only is Sanskrit itself a purifying language, but this is Bhagavan Uvacha. So how much more purifying it is to hear the sound vibration of the shlokas. It's also good for me. It gives me inspiration when I recite these shlokas. Work done as a sacrifice for Vishnu has to be performed. 
Otherwise, work causes bondage in this material world. That is karma yoga. You work and it's done as an offering, as a sacrifice for Vishnu, the maintainer, the Supreme Lord, the one who's in your heart. Therefore, our son of Kunti, perform your prescribed duty for Vishnu's satisfaction. And in that way, you will always remain free from bondage. The non-devotees, what do they do? They also work, but they do it for their own satisfaction and pleasure. They don't care about God, but a devotee is different. The devotee thinks, I'm going to do this activity and do it in such a way that it's pleasing to God. But how will you know that? How will you know which actions are pleasing to God? Therefore, we have the three things. Guru, Sadhu, Shastra. Bhagavad Gita is the best Shastra. Simple, easy, complete. After all, it's called Gita Upanishad. Prabhupada writes in his introduction to Gita, one book suffices. You learn Bhagavad Gita nicely, you'll know everything you need how to be successful in this life. One book. I'm so glad Sri Lesh started <coughs> with Gita. Wise decision. Yes. Because if you don't learn Bhagavad Gita, forget about Bhagavatam and other things. You won't understand it. Bhagavad Gita is the basis of all preaching. If you study Prabhupada's lectures, time after time after time, he's simply quoting Bhagavad Gita. It is the foundation. You have to know this Bhagavad Gita. So we know what is satisfaction to Vishnu through the Gita, through the spiritual master, and through other advanced devotees who lived in the past and who live at present. With these three things, then you know how to act for Vishnu's satisfaction. It's not a question of what I think or what you think. That's called sentimentality. No, it's a science. That's another thing Prabhupada preaches. The science of Bhagavad Gita. So these three things, Shastra, Gita, Guru, and Sadhu, saintly person. And in this way, you will always remain free from bondage. Sahayagya prajasristva purovacha prajapatihi Anena prasabishyadvam eshavoshvista kamaduk. In the beginning of creation, the Lord of all creatures sent forth generations of men and demigods along with sacrifices for Vishnu and blessed them by saying, Be thou happy by this sacrifice because its performance will bestow upon you everything desirable for living happily and achieving liberation. So yes, being a devotee means you should live a happy life as a human being. And at the same time, at the end you will achieve liberation. You will go back to Godhead. Now in the Vedas, there are so many yagyas or sacrifices. But we are living in the age of Kali. Only one sacrifice is recommended. I will quote the verse, Yajnai Sankirtana Prayayar Yajanti Hi Sumedasa. Sumedasa means intelligent person. So in Kali Yuga, the only yajna or sacrifice recommended is Sankirtan. Krishna Sankirtan. What we are doing right now is Krishna Sankirtan. Sam Kirtan. Complete Kirtan means glorification. 
It has many neat meanings. Glorification, it means singing, chanting, describing. So, the recommended sacrifice in the age of Kali is to always talk about Krishna, always sing about Krishna, like that. Always describing Krishna. If you do that, you will be happy in this life, as you can see. Look at me. Big belly means happy. And if we go on with this chanting, we will go back home, back to Godhead. Prabhupada said, if you follow these principles, you will go back home, back to Godhead in this lifetime. Haribo. A few years as a nice, simple devotee. You see the picture behind me? That's where you're going. Just have to be a good devotee. Devan bhavayatanena te deva bhavayantuva parasparang bhavayanta sreya parang avapsyata The demigods being pleased by sacrifices will also please you. And thus by cooperation between men and demigods, prosperity will reign for all. So people ask that question. Hey, in your Hare Krishna temple, you don't have any devatas. I only see Radha, Krishna, Jagannath. I don't see Ganesh, Surya. I don't see Hanuman. I don't see Shiva. You guys are not worshipping demigods. Yes. Why? Here's the reason. When you water the root of the tree, all the tree is benefited. When you put food in the mouth and it goes to the stomach, all the limbs of the body are nourished. Similarly, you worship Vishnu or Krishna, all the 33 crores of demigods are satisfied. You don't have to worship each and every single one. After all, you don't have enough time in the day to worship all the demigods. And you heard me say last week, I believe, I said it at some point, Sarva Deva Mayo Guru, Krishna said, to Uddhava, this line, Sarva Deva Mayo Guru. Within the spiritual master, all the demigods are included. So in Iskan temples, we have the Prabhupada Murti. So when you do Guru Puja, you are worshipping all the demigods. So we are good to go. You water the root of the tree. All the whole, because all the demigods are simply symbolic parts and parcels of Krishna's universal form. Chapter 11, we will study the universal form. That's what the demigods are. They're simply parts and parcels of Krishna's universal form. Let's continue. Ishtan bogan hibo deva. Dasyante yagya bhavita Tairadvatan apradayaibhyo Yobhunte stena evasa In charge of the various necessities of life, the demigods being satisfied by the performance of yagya will supply all necessities to you. But one who enjoys such gifts without offering them to the demigods in return is certainly a thief. So again, we don't eat until it's offered to Krishna. That is the devotee's mentality. First offered to Krishna, then we partake of the prasad. Yagya shistashana santo muchyante sarvakilbishai bunjate te papa ye pachantyat makarana This verse is so nice. Listen. The devotees of the Lord are released from all kinds of sins because they eat food which is first offered for sacrifice. Trilesh tells me, when you do your food for life, first of all it is offered. Very nice. Perfecto. Then it becomes prashad. Others 
who prepare food for personal sense enjoyment verily eat only sin. So it's not a question of being vegan or vegetarian. That's not the question. Long back in 1966, this question was brought up and Prabhupada confirmed, yes, we're not vegetarian. We are Krishnatarian. We eat food which is first offered to Krishna. Anad bhavanti bhutani parjanyad anasambhava yagyad bhavati parjanyo yagya karma samudbhava All living bodies subsist on food grains which are produced from rains. Rains are produced by performance of sacrifice and sacrifice is born of prescribed duties. Again, I reiterate, this is Kali Yuga. Only one sacrifice is recommended, Sankirtan. Hearing and chanting, describing, talking about Krishna. That's it. Karma Brahmod Bhavang Vidhi Brahmakshara Samud Bhavam Tasmat Sarvagatam Brahma Nityang Yagye Pratishtatam Regulated activities are prescribed in the Vedas and the Vedas are directly manifested from the Supreme Personality of Godhead. Did I not say that this Bhagavad Gita is the essence of all the Vedas? And who's speaking it? Krishna. So this is exactly what this verse is saying. The essence of all the Vedas is Gita and who's speaking Krishna consequently the all-pervading transcendence is eternally situated in acts of sacrifice that is how you achieve God you don't make up your own process that is the problem in the age of Kali everybody wants to make up their own process but just like Kishore he was on the road. He just entered his house. So when you're driving your car, you cannot say to the police officer, Oh, I went through that red light because in my book, it's okay to go through the red light. That's not an excuse. You cannot make up your own traffic laws. So similarly, you cannot make up your own religion or codes of morality. It's already stipulated. Our duty is to simply follow. And as I will repeatedly say, as Prabhupada says in his introduction, the best, simplest way to satisfy all your Vedic literature is learn Bhagavad Gita. Evang pravartitang chakrang nanu vartayatitha ya. Agayur Indriya Ramo Mogang Partha Sajivati My dear Arjuna, one who does not follow in human life this cycle of sacrifice thus established by the Vedas certainly leads a life full of sin. Living only for the satisfaction of the senses, such a person lives in vain. So that's it, the devotee and non-devotee. The non-devotee does whatever he or she thinks and feels like. The devotee, no. I must act according to how Krishna is speaking in Bhagavad Gita. I'm not free to do anything I want. That's the difference. The non-devotee thinks I can do whatever the hell I want. And the devotee thinks I can do whatever Krishna wants me to do. Next section, verses 17 through 19. The position of a self-realized soul. Yastvatma ratir evasyad, atma triptas chamanava, atman yeva chasantushtas, tasya karam navidyate. But for one who takes pleasure in the self, whose human life is one of self-realization, who is satisfied in the self only, fully satiated. For such a person, there is no other duty. 
Yes, because the whole purpose of studying the Bhagavad Gita is to come into contact with the soul and the super soul. That's the whole gamut of Bhagavad Gita. The soul coming into contact with Krishna in the heart. Naivatasya krenedarto nakrte neha kashchana nachasya sarva bhuteshu kashchit arata viyapasraya A self-realized man has no purpose to fulfill in the discharge of prescribed duties, nor has he any reason not to perform such work, nor has he any need to depend on any other living being. Yes, in the beginning Arjuna did not want to fight because it was not satisfaction to his senses. But Krishna is instructing him throughout Bhagavad Gita, you are to fight this war, this battle of Kurukshetra for my satisfaction. That's the gist of Bhagavad Gita. Doing everything for Krishna's satisfaction. Tasmad asakta satatang karyam karma samachara asakto hi acharan karma param apnoti purushaha Therefore, without being attached to the fruits of activities, one should act as a matter of duty. For by working without attachment, one attains the Supreme. So this is a recurring theme in Bhagavad Gita. You act as a matter of duty. Not because I feel like it or don't feel like it. No. I do things because it is my duty. I chant Hare Krishna Maha Mantra because it is my duty to chant Hare Krishna. I offer my food to Krishna because it is my duty. I work for Krishna because that is my prescribed duty. I am Krishna's devotee and therefore I have to act for his satisfaction. That was verse number nine. Do things for the satisfaction of Vishnu. Next two verses. Setting the example. Karma naivahi sangsidhim astita janakadaya loka sangraham evapi sampashyan kartnum arhasi. Kings such as Janaka attained perfection solely by performance of prescribed duties. Arjuna will also achieve perfection if he agrees to fight the battle of Kurikshetra. Krishna will point that out in chapter 11. But that is the actual conclusion. Arjuna says, yes, I will act as you have instructed me. Because that's what Krishna wants Arjuna to do. Pick up his weapon and fight. If Arjuna did that, that's his perfection. And yes, that's exactly what happened. Therefore, just for the sake of educating people in general, you should perform your work. So you fathers, you have to set a good example for your children. Otherwise, if you yourselves do not act accordingly, they're going to look at you and say, well, why should I chant? You don't chant. Why should I uh, do my homework when you're staying home just watching TV all day? Why should I do anything you ask me to do when you yourself don't act properly? Yes. It's like I have so much experience. Back in when I was a kid, so many parents in America used to smoke, but then they would tell their children, don't smoke. So the children would say, how can you tell me not to smoke? You yourself smoke. Or another thing, that in America people drink all the time alcohol. But then they would tell their children, you don't do this. And the children said, what are you talking about? Why should I listen to you? Practice what you preach. That's Krishna consciousness. We practice what we preach. Yad yad acharati shrestas. Tat tat evetarojana, 
Sayat Pramanam Kurute, Lokastad Anuvartate. Whatever action a great man performs, common men follow, and whatever standards he sets by exemplary acts, all the world pursues. So we have so many Mahajans, so many great sadhus, so many avatars. Why do they do what they do? To set the standard. Particularly, we give the example of Lord Ram, the ideal human, the ideal son, the ideal husband, the ideal prince, the ideal warrior. Study the life of Ram, you see how exemplary he was. When his brother and all of Ayodhya begged him, you come back from the forest, Bharat said, I will take your place. Because everybody wants you to rule Ayodhya. And Ram said, no, it is my duty. I must execute the duty of Dasharat. It's my duty. Now these next three, 20, next three verses are very important for understanding Krishna when he comes to this material world. This section is called Krishna's obligations. Name partasti kartavyang trishu lokeshu kinchana nanavaptam avaptavyang varta eva chakarmani. O son of Prita, there is no work prescribed for me within all the three planetary systems. After all, he's God. He's the law maker. He can, Krishna, there's a phrase in the very first verse of Bhagavatam. Abhigya Swarat. Why is Krishna the absolute truth? Abhigya. He's all-knowing, past, present, future. And Swarat, completely independent. No sinful activity can touch Krishna. Why? Because he is completely independent. So there is no work prescribed for me because Krishna is ever liberated. Nor am I in want of anything. That's true. Krishna is Atma Ram, self-satisfied. He doesn't need anything. Krishna just has to simply think it manifests. Don't you wish you could be like that? Oh, I would like to have a samosa. Boom! There it is. But I'm not Krishna. I have to go. I have to work. Takes a couple of hours. And then I can have a samosa. But Krishna can say, Ladu! There it is. That's why we're not God. If you can do that, then you're God. Otherwise, go to work. Nor have I a need to obtain anything. Because whatever Krishna wants is right there with Radharani. I'm sure you all heard so much yesterday about Radharani. Whatever Krishna wants, Radharani supplies. And yet, I am engaged in prescribed duties. Look at that. He doesn't have to. But when Krishna was in Dwaraka, he obeyed all the Vedic rules and regulations. You can read about it in Krishna book. Krishna would get up early in the morning when the rooster crowed before sunrise. Krishna didn't have to do that. Krishna could have stayed in bed with Rukmini all day long if he wanted to. Who's going to do anything? No. Krishna knew, I have to set the example. So even though Krishna is being embraced by the goddess of fortune, Rukmini herself, when the rooster crowed before sunrise, Krishna would get up, wash his hands and feet, and begin his sadhana, morning spiritual practices. And there was a whole routine Krishna would do every morning in Dwaraka. Krishna was the ideal householder in Dwaraka. Yadihi ahang navarte yang jatu karman yatandrata 
So these last two lines will also appear in chapter 4. For if I ever fail to engage in carefully performing prescribed duties, O Partha, certainly all men would follow my path. When Krishna in Vrindavan, after breakfast, what would Krishna do after breakfast? He would go with his cowherd boys and they would spend the whole day taking care of the cows and calves. When they were young, they took care of the calves. And then at the age of, I think it's Pauganda, they were able to take care of the cows. And his mother and father used to stay in the morning. Why are you leaving us? We want you to stay. Krishna said, no. How will that look? I have to go and do my prescribed duty. Krishna's only six, seven years old. And he's thinking, no, I can't stay home. I have to go and take care of the cows and calves. So that is what is meant. Krishna shows by example. If I did not perform prescribed duties, all these worlds would be put to ruination. I would be the cause of creating unwanted population, and I would thereby destroy the peace of all living beings. In other words, if people don't do their prescribed duties, the whole world goes to hell. The whole world runs by people doing their prescribed duties. Next section, verses 25 through 30. The difference between the learned and the ignorant. Satta karmanya vidvangso yata kurvanti bharata. Kuryad Vidvangs Tata Shaktas Chikirshu Loka Sangraham As the ignorant perform their duties with attachment to results, the learned may similarly act, but without attachment, for the sake of leading people on the right path. So that's why we also act in this world, to show others this is the right way to live. No attachment to the results. Everything is done for Krishna's satisfaction. And by my example, just like Prabhupada, when he started his movement, everything he was telling his disciples to do, he himself was personally doing. Rising early in the morning, chanting Japa Mala, Worshipping the deity, offering his food, giving class, working on his books. Prabhupada did exactly what he asked his disciples to do. That's the Acharya. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare. Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare. Nabudi Bedam Janayid Agyanam Karma Sanginam Josayet Sarvakarmani Vidvang Yukta Samachara. So as to not disrupt the minds of ignorant men attached to fruitive results of prescribed duties, a learned person should not induce them to stop work. Rather, by working in the spirit of devotion, learned persons should engage them in all sorts of activities for the gradual development of Krishna consciousness. This is how a preacher acts. The preacher inspires others little by little by little by little how they can act in such a way as to gradually develop Krishna consciousness. So that you have to think about. Next verse is a very prominent verse in Gita. 
प्रकृते क्रियमानानी गुणाय कर्मानी सर्वशा अहंकार विमूढ़ात्मा कर्ताहम इति मन्यते the spirit soul bewildered by the influence of false ego thinks oneself the doer of activities that are in actuality carried out by the three modes of material nature so we discussed this point back in chapter 2 again the soul itself is actually not doing anything in the material world the soul is passive but the soul is experiencing all the reactions in the material world because it has given power of attorney over to the mind and it's just like once you get into the taxi or the uber do you have uber there in panama so once you're sitting in the car you're just the passenger yes you can tell the driver take me here take me there but the driver is doing the work you are the helpless passenger so in the same way the soul has given power of attorney to the driver namely the mind and thus the soul identifies with the particular body and experiences the dream of material existence that's false ego i'm man i'm woman i'm american i'm panamanian i'm indian i'm hindu this this no your spirit soul aham brahmasmi you're not any of these things but because of false ego you think i am man i am woman i am boss i am this i am that and whatever is going on is simply the interaction of the modes of goodness passion and ignorance tatvavittu mahabaho guna karma vibhagayo guna guneshu vartanta iti matva na sajjate one who is in knowledge of the absolute truth does not engage the senses in sense gratification knowing well the differences between work and devotion and work for fruitive results yes the non devotee is working we are also working but we don't use the senses simply to enjoy the objects of the senses the non devotee wants to see beautiful forms we see the beautiful form of the deity the non devotee wants to hear all kinds of fantastic music we want to hear krishna bhajan krishna kirtan the non devotee wants to eat all kinds of abominable things i'm sure in panama you have seen people eat the most obnoxious things i'm sure you've seen it especially in cologne I've seen it in New York when I lived there. People eat any can't even talk about it. But we eat Krishna Prasad. So we are engaging the senses but not simply for sense gratification. Sense gratification is there because Krishna reciprocates. Otherwise, I wouldn't have lasted more than one day. You all know I joined the temple because of prasad. That's the famous story. That's why I like to come to Cologne and all the places I used to travel because of nice prasad. But I'm not living just to enjoy my senses. It has to be offered to Krishna. Prakrite guna samudha sajjante guna karmasu tan krishna vidho mandan krishna vinna vichalayet bewildered by the modes of material nature the ignorant fully engage themselves in material activities and become attached see that's the difference we become attached to spiritual activities not 
material activities. There's a difference. There's spiritual activity and material activities. But the wise should not unsettle them. Although these inferior duties are due to the performer's lack of knowledge. Yes, they don't know any better. So there's no need to get agitated. When you see an ignorant person doing so many stupid things, you don't get agitated because you know they're ignorant. But the devotee is compassionate and tries to lift them up. Mayi sarvani karmani sanyas yadyatma chetasa nirashir nirmamo butva yudyasva bigatajvara. Therefore, so we're coming to another conclusion in this third chapter. Therefore, in other words, Krishna has said so many things, now Krishna is saying, Therefore, O Arjuna, surrendering all your works unto me. That's surrender. With full knowledge of me, meaning you know that Krishna is supreme. That's what this verse means here. Full knowledge of Krishna as the supreme Lord. Without desires for profit and with no claims to proprietorship, nothing is mine, everything belongs to Krishna. And free from lethargy, yes, a devotee should not be a lazy son of a gun. Free from lethargy, fight. Look what Krishna... So every so often, Krishna is going to therefore fight. Yes. Mahatma Gandhi said, oh, Bhagavad Gita is a book of peace. Well, not for Arjuna. Because repeatedly throughout Bhagavad Gita, Krishna is going to say, therefore, fight. What is our fight? Our fight is fight against ignorance. Fight against gross materialism. Fight against the evil uh, things of this Kali Yuga. Fight against injustice. Fight for morality. Fight to preach Krishna consciousness. We have time for... Oh no, looks like we'll have to finish the rest of this chapter next week. It's not always possible to finish the chapter in one session if you want it within an hour so we'll have to pick this up where we left off. Let's do a little chanting and then we'll have time for questions. I'm fired up. This was fantastic. This is for all the intelligent devotees of Cologne. Namaste Narasimhaya Praklada Klada Dayane Hiranya Kashipur Bhakshaha Jagadisha, 
हरे जय जगदीशा हरे केशव ट्वीटा नारहरी रूपा जय जगदीशा हरे 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 हरे कृष्णा हरे कृष्णा 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 हरे 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 रामा हरे रामा 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 हरे हरे